You're listening to DraftKings Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, Stugats. Thank you, Mikey A. We have a lot going on. Big game last night. You guys are all fired up about Dak Prescott. By you guys, I mean, Mikey A and Billy are just taking shots, unnecessary shots at Dak Prescott. No, what do you mean, no? Unfair falsehood. That's not what's going on. (laughs) Look, let's just, can we just start this way? Yeah. Thank you, Cowboys, and thank you, Seahawks, for finally having a good Thursday night football game. For entertaining us, yes. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Right. It makes sense. It's the first Thursday night game where they literally had a week like it wasn't they played sunday and then they played thursday they played last thursday right it was garbage they and a, now this thursday it looks good they had a full week of rest you're right it's a good point mike i didn't yeah. even think about it last night as i was watching the game i'm like wow these two teams are playing well did you see the uh the big news so there's going to be a flex this year which yeah. i was kind of surprised by the game that's getting flexed out the game that's getting flexed out is actually a chiefs game so monday night football is choosing not to go with patrick mahomes and travis kelsey because they're playing the patriots oh okay yeah. makes sense yeah. yeah yeah i mean imagine that a few years ago huh patriots getting Crazy. bumped <laughs> against patrick mahomes yeah. like it's it is crazy read belichick nah yeah. get that out of here <laughs> Uh, we have a lot going on. Cowboys win last night, 41 to 35 over the Seahawks. Dak Prescott, last seven games. I want you guys to hear this, okay? Before I tell everyone who's joining us today, we have Washington and Oregon tonight, Pac 12 championship game. Very exciting weekend coming up. But Dak in his last seven games, guys, 70% completion percentage, 23 mm-hmm. touchdowns, two interceptions. I don't trust him. I mean, <laughs> you don't trust do him. Do it in the postseason. I am tired. Do it when it matters. Yeah, do it when it matters. I mean, do it. Listen, next week they have Philadelphia at home. Beat them. Beat them. Now he threw for three touchdowns, no interceptions at Philly a few weeks ago. They lost the game. 
do that and beat them. Here's the thing, Mikey, is I think that we influenced Stugatz in what we were saying before the you show did. started. Because yes. if we I was ready to hype had him that up. conversation, he was ready to call Dak the best <laughs> yep. quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he didn't right. want to be the outlier. He knows yeah. me so well, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> he really. Well, for those of you who were not listening to us pre-show, yeah. which was everybody, because how could you have been? Dak Prescott seems to be a little... He's a little screen pass here. He's a little screen pass there. Pass interference, 80 yard gain. And here's a little screen pass for a touchdown, three yards. Are you accusing him? He is him a little of- check down Charlie. Right. But the right. thing that he has mastered right now that Billy and I were discussing prior, Dak Prescott has become the king of throwing the pass interference ball. Mm-hmm. He yeah. underthrows a long shot and just waits for the DB to run into his receiver and they get the flag. Every time he's really good at it. Are you it's saying that? Skill. Are you saying it's a skill or does he not have an arm? Oh, that's it's good def- enough. Okay. No, no, it's definitely a skill. All it right. matters. Okay. Really? No, him, him and him and Gino were both utilizing that weapon last night. I feel like yes. the weapon <laughs> last night's MVP was defensive pass interference, like right by the end zone. <laughs> and DK Metcalf. I mean, that guy's hard to stop. Forgive my ignorance. I didn't know DK Metcalf was so fast. I didn't know that DK oh, yeah. Metcalf was going to own the <laughs> fastest speed in the NFL this season. Really? And hey, I'm going to ruin the Dolphins party. I'm now the fastest person in the league this year. All right. Are you watching? Did you watch the Seahawks for the first time last night or what's going on there? I no, I didn't watch it for I the mean, first time, right. but like all season long, it's been Dolphin, fastest person, another Dolphin, another Dolphin, another Dolphin, DK Metcalf. Oh my God, he's the fastest person in the league. And you know what it is that confuses or that has deceived me on that? He is so big and strong that I'm yes. like, how can someone that size also be so fast? He's a freak. I mean, he really well, is. I mean, well, I'm, I, sure he's I'm a saying person. that I'm saying that in a good way, like a freak athlete, Billy. I'm not saying he's no. a freak. I mean, no. well, I said so, he's a freak. So I have a question. If he's so big and strong and yes. he's so fast, let me ask you this: Why isn't he better? I don't know. Geno Smith. I mean. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I really don't. I like the game of who do we blame for DK Metcalf not being the best player in the NFL. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> I'm not certain. Pete Carroll? Geno Smith was taken. Yeah, how many names do we go before we blame DK? I mean, it's not his fault, no, right? No, that is not That is not an option here. Don't, you sound silly. <laughs> you, DK Billy, Metcalf. If you were the quarterback guy. of the Seahawks, you would be throwing to him on every down. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are loaded today, Billy. We have uh, Austin Eckler. He's going to join us. Raheem Mostert's going to join us. Javon Holland is going to join us. Uh, he, the the guy who caused the fail Mary against the Jets. <laughs> well, it wasn't his fault, was it? Mostert and Holland. What are you doing to me? Sorry. It's weird. What, what, are you, what are you doing to me? Uh, we have, uh, I mentioned Eckler. We have the boys making the picks. We also have Chris Sims, and we have Mike Golick hopped up on drugs. I mean. No, well, hold on, hold on. Real. You're, bear, you're, bearing, real. you're bearing the lead. What? We have the final BCS rankings of the season. Well, our playoffs right. are set, and yes. you're going to find out who made it and who didn't make it in our BCS rankings with Mike Golick. It is a great point. I'm sorry I left that out. And we do it while he's hopped up on drugs. <laughs> well, Yes, but you, it'll make sense once you get to that portion. <laughs> uh, Billy, do we have a uh, a game this week to play with our listeners for draft? We games? do. Go to dkng.co slash Levitard. Compete against us in fantasy. Um, once you're there, if you become a friend of the Levitard and Friends group, then every week it's very easy. Just go there and you'll see the weekly competition in there and you can compete against us. You don't have to go through the whole rigmarole of uh, going to the Internet and all that stuff. 
A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years, and then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. How you guys doing? Javon, some of us are doing better than others because there's a Dolphins fan in here and there's two Jets fans in here. So. You know, I did. A little bird did tell me that there was a Jets fan in here. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm just sorry for them. that outcome. Yeah, yeah it's tough. It's tough. Little bird. Who was the little bird? I want to know. Seem hard, when you I seem first joined, When I yeah. first joined, somebody said, ah, Mike, it might have been you. Sorry about that, man. <laughs> the bird isn't so little. How's that? <laughs> that should tell you which one it was. I have so much to ask this guy. I really do. <laughs> And it's all about one single play, perhaps the greatest play uh, in the NFL this year. Uh, Mike, we're the Jets. That's what happens to us. These are the things that happen to us, the team, and our fans, Mike. You know that. That, that, That's where I want to start with Javon. If it was any other team, would you have even tried to return it? Like, if it was the Bills, would you just been like, oh, I'm just going to go down? No, it's the Jets. If it was the Bills, I would have tried to backflip, probably. I would have tried to throw a little backflip or something. (laughs) I like that. Throw a little extra something on the end. Wait, Javon also played wide receiver, so he was taking that thing to the f-ing house, right, Javon? One hundred percent. And I'm a returner too, so that's you know people don't mm-hmm. they forget that I'm a returner too. Yeah, Javon, I have a question for you. So, who do you think was more upset about you returning that for a touchdown? Was it the Jets fans? Was it the Jets? Or was it TCL who you're here on behalf of who you cost a million dollars in TVs that they now need to give away? <laughs> Honestly, I think they were more excited than, than upset. I had no idea that TCL was actually doing like the promotion. Uh, it's the ultimate game day upgrade. They've been doing this like all season. And apparently I'm like the first one that they had actually come to fruition. So I didn't know about it until after the game. My agents hit me up and they're like, yo, turns out you won a 98-inch flat screen TV and TCL is giving like a million dollars worth of flat screen TVs out 98 inches. So I'm like, man, add more the more the merrier. So I thought it was cool. I thought the all of the the upgrades that they had during the season, um, they were pretty unique. And not many of them happened. Like I was the first one. But they still got them going on. Like there's one uh, this Thursday night game, the Cowboys, the Seahawks. If any of them score, you know, uh, 50 points or more, then they're giving out like 50K and TVs and flat screens. So shout out to TCL, man. A lot of people might get TCL mixed up with TLC, but it's tcl.com slash upgrades. You guys go in, check it out. Uh, see if you can enter in to get those upgrades because no scrubs. 
That is, that is well done by I'm you, my man. I'm definitely getting the upgrade. So. No, you're good at this. That was well done by you. Uh, there are three people on the Zoom who could use a TV. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what do you, you think? You decide who gets might, them? or hey, I, might have to, I might have to put in a little word for y'all, man. <laughs> Keep in mind, two of us are Jeff fans, though, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ripped our heart out. The least you could do is put a TV on my wall, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a 98-inch TV is a wall, Javon. <laughs> it's, 80, it's 80, 84 inches wide. I put my tape measure up to my wall. I got like two inches of room on each side. So I think I'm pretty good. I Wait, what's your space. what's your wingspan? My wingspan? Like, yeah, I don't even can, I don't can you carry the TV? Like, it's a massive TV. No I'm, way. I, I don't know. 84 inches is huge, dude. Like, I don't know if I got that type of wingspan. But, but Wilkins be, could, right? I mean, right, right. Wilkins no, could he do might it, be, right? He might be able to. I might be wimpy <laughs> if I could carry that type of TV. All right, so wait a second. So so the ball's in the air. The Jets are going for a Hail Mary that turns into a Fail Mary, okay? Like, we need to know this. Just just put us there. You see the ball. It's coming to you. You catch it. You're running it back. Like, put us there. What are you thinking as the whole play is going down? As soon as the play happens, as soon as I see him throw the ball in the air, because I thought he was going to get sacked. Right. He threw it in the air. I check my left and my right. I see my, my fellow DBs boxing out. Because usually, like, I'm back there to knock the ball down. And that's what we practice, like, me knocking the ball down. No. Second quarter, like going into halftime, couple seconds left. We're about to get the ball coming out of halftime. I was like, oh, yeah, let me make something happen. So, boom, I get the ball. Immediately, I'm thinking return. It's kind of like drop field goal when there's a whole bunch of slow linemen, and that's about it, maybe a kicker or so. But, uh, nah, I just I just let the punt returner in me just flow, and, uh, it, you know, it worked out for the best of us. And then Christian threw a crazy block on Brees Hall, pancaked him, and then I had to, I had to shift my man. Tim Boyle, unfortunately. But I had to do what I had to do to get to the zone. So, right. What did you see in the scouting report so that you knew Tim Boyle wouldn't be able to tackle you? It wasn't much. I seen some tape <laughs> years ago, just, you know, lack of tackling ability after a pick. So I was like, you know what? I could take advantage of that. Mike, it just dawned on me. We would have taken a sack. <laughs> we would have cheered. We would have cheered on sack. <laughs> yes, Timmy got sacked. <laughs> Go ahead, Billy. <laughs> Javon, I have some bad news for you. I looked it up, and your wingspan is 76 and 5 eighths inches. So you oh, cannot so carry the TV by yourself. Carry yeah. the TV. Definitely going to need some, some assistance for sure. Yeah. Wait, so Wilkins was chugging down the field and he was pancaking guys for you? That's great. Yeah, he was pancaking guys, lead blocking for me. He was like, come this way, this way. So I had to follow behind my man, 94. You had the rare Sunday off because you guys played on Black Friday, which was interesting. So did you watch the games on Sunday? Like, how do you do that? How does that work for you? Yeah, I just I just turned them on. I mean, it felt like when I was back in high school or in middle school, I used to, I used to get up early and watch games with my pops. So it right. felt good to just be able to do that, chill on the couch, relax, enjoy football. I think Tariq Hill, I think this is going to be an obvious yes for you, but I think Tariq Hill is the MVP of the NFL this season. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, he's having a phenomenal year for sure. What's it like guarding him in practice? Very difficult. Like, if you, it's just like certain things he does. Like, it's not the fact that he's fast. It's the fact that he's fast in and out of his break. It's not like and he, he can run elite routes as well. That's the, the difficult part in guarding him is that he's not just a fast straight line guy. Like, he can run left, right, up, down. Like, he does all of the change of direction just as fast as he runs straight. So that's what makes it tough. Uh, we love your coach. How would you describe Mike McDaniel? Unique. Unique. One of, <laughs> one of a kind for sure. Really? One like never had a coach like him ever, right? Never had a coach like him. When you see the video and he's cold and he's outside and he's telling Jet fans that he's cold, but also reminding them that he's winning, like you love that, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, but in all honesty, like I would do the same thing. I mean, if I'm cold, I'm that Jet right there is like, it's hot. It's nice in the cold game. So I would do the same thing if I was him, especially if defense was up. Like, bro, I'm not going to just stay out there and be cold because 
Other coaches do it. I always stand in front of the heater. What has hard knocks been like for you guys? It's a little different because it's in the season. It's been cool. It's uh, NFL Films does a great job of kind of like hiding the cameras and not really putting them all in your face and everything like that. Um, I think the only camera that you can kind of see is during the team meeting. It's like in the corner. It's like a remote control camera. But other than that, they kind of just been low key. Like they pop up when media is in the locker room and, you know, the regular media times. But everything else is kind of they kind of like hide them. They're like invisible. You know, it's been cool. But it's also cool to like see it on TV. And now like you're watching the week and our preparation and how, you know, like Tua was preparing against Max Crosby and how Quentin Bell was able to like bump him around in practice. I thought that was really cool, too. Do you have anyone that you see that's kind of like acting up a little bit, like trying to get a little extra camera time, like your coach that's handing out cakes or anything? Like, <laughs> nah, nah. So people have asked me if uh, his name, Coach Campanelli, if he is like putting it on for the camera, but he's the same, if not more turned up when the cameras are off. Like that's just him through and through. So he's a real passionate guy, loves football, loves playing ball. So Have you gotten a cake? Did you get a cake this week? Uh, I haven't gotten a cake yet, but I do get a mm. cake. I got one uh, against Denver. I got a cookie cake, which is like pretty unique for DBs. Two turnovers. So, what's your favorite cake? Just out of curiosity, cheesecake. Really, New cheese, York style? Big cheese, New York style. I'm a big cheesecake guy. You love that crust, right? Like that graham, the graham cracker crust at the bottom there. Yes, delicious, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say fudgy the whale. <laughs> I love fudgy the whale. Wait, hold on a second. You said you got a cookie cake. So are you guys getting different types of cakes for different accomplishments? Yeah, they're like different styles. For I don't know the specifics, but I know that like cookie cake was like a specific, like two turnover defensive back cake, and then there is the regular cake, and then you get I a wedding this. cake. So wait, hold on. I might, I might you, get a wedding cake. You wait, wait. You're what? gonna be gifted a wedding cake? Yeah, like a giant. It's like a giant cake, and everybody shares it. Of of course, you know, amongst the team, but it's a giant cake. It's it's pretty hefty. And do, you, Bill, do you do you we're know in this wheelhouse? I yeah, just want to I'm announce so everyone because it seems like there's a scale. But I'm also wondering, like, did you get a cookie cake because the bakery was out of cakes that day and that's what was left? Nah, he said like my my position coach is the one that kind of brought it to fruition and like designed it. He said that cookie cake was just two turnovers by a DB, like two punch outs. That's like what it was for. So I was like, all right. And then he told me I might get a wedding cake or I might get a regular cake. I don't know. But we're going to see on Thursday with the with the turnover. Or it's called the ball meeting. Have you ever seen Fangio laugh? Uh, I actually... Well... <laughs> like, I don't... I honestly don't... I've never seen him, like, chuckle. Like, actually... <laughs> Just full on laugh. Maybe like a here, <laughs> like smile. Maybe right. a smirk. But yeah. he's a stoic guy, man. He's a stoic guy. <laughs> Tell him to lighten up. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it's just his personality. You know, he's been around the league for a long time. He's an OG. Keeps it cool, calm, collected. Are you concerned? Like Raheem was very vocal. You guys lost Jalen Phillips, and Raheem was vocal about that field and how dangerous that field is. Did you? Do you feel it? Did, like, do you actually feel like you're threatened while you're playing on it? Yeah, you. You almost can't get your footing, like. The field is trash. I, I don't. I said it in the in my post game interview. I don't like the field. I think it's trash, and I think that it needs to change. It just you can't really get your, you can't really feel stable in the ground in that field. And there are a lot of injuries have occurred, especially this year from that specific MetLife field. So definitely needs to change. All right, we're going to let you go here in a second, and we'll talk about TCL and the Ultimate Game Day uh, update as well in just a second on the way out here. But you did play your college football at Oregon. Big game this weekend. They are disrespecting Washington. Washington already beat you. They're undefeated, and they're plus 10. But you have Oregon winning and covering, I'm assuming, right? Of course. Of course. (laughs) A broken clock is right twice a day, and just so happens that Washington was right on that one day, but they will not be right again. 
Pac-12 Championships, University of Oregon, 2020. But 10 points? I mean, that's a lot, man. They're going to smoke them, boys. I'm trying to tell you, man. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. Bo Nick's going to win the Heisman? That's going to be his course, Heisman yes, day, sir. right? Bodacious yeah. for the Heisman. <laughs> Bodacious. It's his 12th year in college. <laughs> <laughs> Penix, the same thing, though. Penix's been in the league for five years, six years. Yeah. You're right. the, the the league. It's college football. I love that we call it the league now. Yeah, right. <laughs> they get paid big bucks, man. Shoot. If so I was great. in college right when they brought that money out, I would have still been in college to this day. <laughs> that is so great. All right. Uh, hey, you've been great. We appreciate it. Good luck the rest of the way. But one more time here on the way out, uh, TCL, the ultimate game day update. Uh, tell the listeners what you're doing with them. Yeah, so they still got a game day update going on. They're giving out 50K if the Cowboys and the Hawks score more than 50 points this upcoming Thursday game. You guys can go in to tcl.com slash upgrades to get your chance to win TVs, flat screens, whatever you can think of this Thursday. Check All it right, out. so uh, how do we do this? Send you our address? What do you want? Like, what, how, yeah. how does this work? You got to go, on, you gotta go yeah. online. You got to go online. <laughs> no, no, you got to go online. Up. Yeah. You got to go online at tcl.com. Right. Okay. Backslash upgrades. That's right. as far as I know. Anything else, they going to handle it. But I'm just a messenger. All okay. right. Uh, listen, not for me, but for Dolphin fans, for South Florida, okay? They've been waiting for a good team down here for a long, long time. Okay? Go win a Super Bowl for us, all right? You got it. Hello. Hello. How are you feeling? Eh, I felt better. Have you passed a kidney stone? or Have I before? I had yeah. one in the early 90s, and I don't remember... I, it's the worst pain. I mean, you're double. I'm double over in the back seat yesterday, going to the emergency room, oh. just praying that I can get through all the rigmarole of checking in to get to the drugs. Because right. I mean, you can't, as as Billy knows, you you can't have a comfortable position. It, I, I've had twelve surgeries, got hurt on the football field, and I've never had pain that such a small thing. Cause and they put the IV in and he said, okay, here comes the morphine. I'm like, oh. I mean, and within a minute, I'm just like, this is awesome. Mikey, have you passed the kidney stone before? I, I have not. I have not. So okay. I'm terrified. Like, this is like, what's it feel like? Can you explain well, the pain? Well, see, like what he, it feels he, he, like, like give the, me some comparison basis. I, or I don't know. As I've said, Stu, I've had 12 surgeries. I've been hurt on the football field many times. Nothing has compared to this pain that goes in your lower stomach and into your back. You, the thing about it is that the worst part is it's, you know, it's not a joint or anything. It's inside and it's just a dull, constant, achy pain. And you can't find a comfortable position to get rid of it. Normally, you know, if my shoulder hurts, if I rested a certain way, it relieves it or my knee or something. This you can't. There's no comfortable position until you get drugs in you that numbs you from that pain. The funny thing about kidney stones, you guys, is as soon as you pass it, it's instantly gone. The yes. pain just vanishes yes. All immediately. Of it? All of immediately. It. It's the craziest <laughs> thing. <laughs> so weird. The good thing is, though, like you start slowly feeling it like move. Like when it's moving, it really hurts, but the, then the pain will go to your side. And you're like, right. okay, like I have an idea that this is going to pass soon right. enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe it'll take another day, but at least we're like, we're headed in the right direction because you yep. feel it move through your entire body until it finally goes out. Do you have to, Mike, not to get too personal, do you have to, uh, did they give you like a, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like something you have to pee into to try to catch the stone? No. Or you're just no. going straight in? 
just going straight in. Yeah, whatever, whenever it comes out, it comes it's out again. Way. They they said it's not of the size that it's a real concern. They yeah. said five or six millimeters. They get concerned. This is three, so they're not too concerned. Uh, I said, so just give me up. drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, they give you drugs. <laughs> You go okay. home with drugs. I mean, and and listen, I take them. I'm a firm. I did it when I was playing. I took drugs for pain. I took the needle before a game. I am a firm believer in modern medicine, yeah. much like Aaron Rodgers is to try and get back on the field, a firm believer. <laughs> well, Mike, let's just start at the most obvious place. What would you make of the most recent rankings here? I mean, all four undefeated teams should be there. And if all, un- all four undefeated teams win their conference championship – it's going to be an easy decision. And people are going to try and make a debate that Florida State isn't one of the top four teams. And I could see the debate for that, but you can't put a one-loss team over Florida State if they win the ACC championship. I don't see any possible way you can do that. Here's the big question I want to ask you guys. Okay, but Mike, hold on one second before you ask that question. By putting Florida State at four, they have essentially said win and you're in, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, without question. Winning you're in. Completely agree. So here's the thing that Mike and I completely disagree on. Alabama beats Georgia. Right. Now a one-loss team is going to get into the party. Does Alabama get in over Texas? If Texas wins their Big 12 championship, beats Oklahoma State, and they have one loss, Alabama beats Georgia, and their one loss is to Texas, and only one of those teams ends up getting in. Is it Alabama or is it Texas? Mike has said the SEC could be completely left out. No if way. That's, if that's the case, no. I want to see a solo camera on Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, <laughs> to watch his head explode. I don't think there's any way that happens. And I think Alabama would get in over Texas. He disagrees because he said Texas has been ahead of Alabama in the rankings, which they have. But all of a sudden, if Alabama beats the committee's number one team in the country, I think they would get in over Texas if only one of them goes. We'll see. All right. Uh, are we ready for the BCS? Well, I want to ask Mike quickly, what do you think the playoffs going to be? When when it's all said and done, the weekend's over, it's going to be a great weekend, so many great games. What do you think the playoff is going to be? I think Michigan is the, the first lock. I picked Washington at the beginning of the year to make the final four because it's always about us and we want to be right. I would like to see Washington win and then be in, but mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I think Oregon's going to beat them to me. I think Oregon right now could be the best team in the country. Okay. The way they're playing their defense right. is playing well. The offense is playing well. I mm-hmm. love, I think they beat Washington. All right. So you have Michigan and Oregon in. do you think Florida state's going to win quickly? I do think Florida State's going to so win, and, and okay. I think Georgia's going to win. So wow. you have Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Florida State. Yes. Mike, now we're going to give you – this is the final BCS of 2023, so our playoffs are locked. Wait, before yeah. the conference championship game? Yeah, we, uh, we're we'll not going to – no, no, they're locked. We're not going <laughs> to waver back and forth. These are the teams okay. that are getting in. Okay. God, now, you. Chris couldn't be here today. Mikey A will uh, will give you Chris's. Uh, Chris yeah. has, I don't know what he's doing, but he just, okay. he, he yeah, you know. here today. Yeah. Irresponsible. You wonder like why most I of the committee, you guys. Like most of the committee, Chris is not paying attention. You guys I mean, are giving a final list without all the games being played. We've I seen enough. I hate you. We've yeah. seen yeah. enough. The committee, the committee did. Enough. Yeah. We, yeah. we watched, injury, we watched I mean, at least half of one of each game. Barring yeah. injury. No, not barring injury. We've seen enough. <laughs> this is it. This is it. All right, Mike, as you know, with the uh, with the BCS, we start with the number one team in the yes. country. And, and, and Scott's I will... also yeah. a reminder, 
our our playoffs also already expanded to six teams, so six teams will get in, not the four. Okay. All right. Six. I like so that. The top, the top okay. six are in. Uh, Mikey A, take us away here. Get us started uh, with the number one team in our BCS rankings. This this one was easy, Mike. Michigan, big win over Ohio State last weekend. They undoubtedly lead the league in IYN, CYN, TAN, OTH, TMTY. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, and no one tried harder than Michigan this year. Well said. Boom, well said. I can't complain about that at all. I cannot <laughs> They wanted it the that. most, Mike. I mean, they, that's right. They went to extreme. Belichick is interested there. in that job. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, he knows that. <laughs> and Harbaugh's interested in his job. <laughs> I, here we go, right out of the gate. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in agreement. I would have had mm-hmm. no problem. Wow. In okay. the, uh, Let's see how long that lasts. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I have a feeling it's going to end now. I don't All think right. so, Mike. Number two, another one of your four, Florida State. Because, Mike, in the BCS, yeah. we don't hold injuries against teams. So, Mike, nope. with that being said, I-N-T-F-J-T-G-H. It's not their fault. Jordan Travis got hurt. However, TNT, SUS, they need to show us something. Yeah, they do. I agree Gotta with that. Show us something. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm. While I wouldn't have put them too, the I'm, I'm not overly down on that pick because. Mm-hmm. Wait, but Mike, no, but Mike, hold on a second. Mikey A is right. Billy, why do they need to show us something if this is the final ranking? They've already shown it's, it. To it's us. a metric. It's a metric. Oh, Correct. Okay, got that. Correct. <laughs> nice. Well, way look to get at out going of coming around. Well, so because metric. here's the thing, though. They're not. They're not number one. They're number two. That's why they're number two. They okay. need to show us something. I love it. Right. It's a metric. It's like AJ Brown saying the Earth is flat. Just watch a rocket take off, and you can tell why. I mean, what? Well, we All don't right. need to it's get into metric. that here. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Let's get to number three, Billy. What do you All think? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to number three. All right, number three, Mike. Out of the Big Twelve, it is the University of Texas. Okay. Wow. They, of course, lead the country in TDIAA. They did it against Alabama. And, of course, another important metric, A, Arch. How about that? Arch. That's Arch. Right. Look, he he got some Arch. burn. He got some playing time, huh? What, yeah. what, what, what two for five or something like that? Yeah, yeah. He threw a touchdown pass, I think. 30 yards. Analytics love the A. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think he threw a touchdown. Uh, doesn't matter. He's lurking, Mike. He's around. He's a, a Manning is around. I mean, All right. I, I'm, I'm not overly disappointed in okay. you because I normally would be at this point. Let's remember remember there's six, Mike. There's six. Oh, yes. I know. six. Yeah. All right. All right, Mikey. Yeah, so go ahead. Number four. We'll go. Number four. Got to go to the SEC, even though I disagree. But you got to go with Alabama. Ooh. Of course, they lead the league in D-Y-S-H-T-W-T-I-B. Did you see how they won the Iron Bowl? Oh. <laughs> well, a point one chance percent to win that thing, and they won it. But remember, they also lead in G. Goosebumps, Mike. Goosebumps. Yeah. Forget Goosebumps. the Heisman moment, Mike. Forget so, the Heisman moment. That was their BCS moment. They're in. You've wow. got Alabama over Georgia at this point. But one thing I do like, that when you start to match up the first round of the playoffs, you now have Texas playing Alabama. Three, four playing Gee. one another in a rematch. Well, keep in mind we're six, Mike. We're six. No, I know, but Jeez. six That's plays why one. Three plays four. Six oh, plays God. one and God. five God. plays two. Three My plays four. Drugs. So you maybe. have your first yeah. matchup right now. We'll see. Maybe. Oh yeah. my God. All right, Mike. <laughs> G. Goosebumps. Now, now this is where things start to get interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number five, Oregon. Now, Mike, I need to tell you, 
I was not in agreement with this one, but the committee yeah. thought this was, was an important metric. BSO, WN, AN, CS, WW, TT, BU, IHF. Billy said Oregon will never win the national championship, so we want this to blow up in his face. Also, Mike. Yep. T-W-W-D-L-W-R-M-M-C-L-B-A-T-F. Them winning with Dan Lanning would really make Mario Cristobal look bad, and that's funny. Boy, it would. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would. Funny. And listen, as I said earlier, I could see them winning the championship. Mm-hmm. So you have them against Florida State in round one. Which, but the most interesting thing to me right now is you have one slot left. That's right. And you don't have Washington undefeated or a Georgia number, undefeated. A number of undefeated. Still Georgia. one left. Yep. Still yep. One slot. All right, here we go, Mike. Give it number to be six. an undefeated, Mike. Yep. It's going to be an undefeated. Has yeah, to be. It has to be, has to be, be an undefeated. undefeated. Yes. Oh, it's yes. not, is it? You guys are setting me up, you rat bastards. Mike, number six is Liberty. Wow. They are undefeated, Mike. They lead the country in GMLOGMD. Give me liberty or give me death. Mm-hmm. Darn right. <laughs> you put them there just so you could use that line. Whoa. Right? <laughs> no, no. They also lead the country in THL. They haven't lost. Yeah. They haven't. Neither has Washington or Georgia. Mike, they also lead the country but in But how w- did they do it? H- give me your... Yeah. They also lead the country in W-H-O-L-L-T-A-T-O-A-O-S. We have one less loss than Alabama, Texas, Oregon, and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah, thank you. But they have the same amount of losses as Washington and Georgia, guys. You don't have Washington or Georgia in there. Listen, uh-huh. in, in a head-to-head Georgia match, you got to go with who has the more give me liberty or give me death. Exactly. Oh, you guys based it all off that metrics. line. I don't blame you. Metrics. Shut up with mm. your, your metrics. Well, how about the no losses? I mean, you know. Mm. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so you have Michigan playing Liberty, Oregon yep. playing FSU, and Texas yeah. playing Alabama. Yeah, Mike, are you telling me that Liberty would have no shot against Michigan? Because who knows? I mean, who knows? Appalachian State beat them once. You know, you know what? Mm-hmm. Liberty might have a better shot than Iowa does. Yeah, wow. No <laughs> doubt. They should put them in the Big Ten championship game. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Well, right. You know what? This shouldn't shock me. You guys started out oh. strong, and then and then you made me scratch my head. At the well, point. now, right. Mike, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, we still, we still got to finish out the top ten here, Mike. So... You know, even though these teams fell slightly short, number one on the OLI, the outside looking in, is Georgia. Mm. This might come as a surprise to some. Lesser rankings have ranked undefeated Georgia as the best team in the country. But unfortunately, Mike, in the BCS, we rank teams on what has actually happened, not what we think will happen. And just because you're undefeated, that doesn't mean you're automatically going to get in. So unfortunately, Mike, right now, they lead the league in T-D-D-I-A-A-E-E. They didn't do it against Alabama early enough. And possibly the LTL. Too little, too late. Plus, Mike, we're S-N-S-I-T-M-S-B-Y-B-W-G-B-T-Y. Still not sure if they missed Stetson Bennett yet, but we'll get back to you. Wow. (laughs) Miss Stetson Bennett. Well, if they lose this weekend, we'll get back. Not sure yet. It doesn't matter, to be quite honest with you. It doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't matter. You want to play Alabama, play them early. Enough of this SEC championship game Mm -hmm. late in the season. By the way, do you guys know know, next September 28th who is playing? Georgia at Alabama. 
regular season matchup. Well, wow, that's yep. going to be fun. All there right. you go. Well, Georgia yep. has a chance next there year. There you go. So <laughs> yeah, wait till next year, guys, because you're playing Alabama early. Someone yeah, must we'll have get- leaked them the rankings, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they said we better schedule Bama. Mm-hmm. Right. Number eight, Mike, you've been screaming about it out of the Pac-12. Uh, Washington, although they are still technically undefeated and beat Washington State, they D-E-I-T-P-T-L-T-G-S-I-O-T-R-B-T-L-I. Did everything in their power to lose that game. So in our personal record book, they lost it. And as you know, in the BCS, one of our main rules is also I-Y-L-W-S-Y-D-G-I-T-P. If you lose to Washington State, you don't get into the playoffs. Nope. And for that reason, Washington is on the OLI. Wow. Can I add something as to why Washington should be in the top group? You can, you can but do it in letters. Does it, doesn't matter. Do it yes. <laughs> I'm going to do it in letters and numbers. Wow. T-B-O-Y-N-5-T. They beat Oregon, your number five team. Well, How about that? But they, what does that have to do? With but, but what does lo- that do to their give me liberty or give me death? They lost right. to Washington State in our personal record book. Who did? Yes. They did yeah. not lose to Washington State. That's what we said in our personal record book. Yeah. They did. You got to beat our them Our personal more. record book. They you, did. You wonder why I hate you guys. What? The drugs <laughs> are like, kicking in. The drugs don't. are kicking in. Clearly. <laughs> no, but I like this. He's not nearly as angry as he normally would be because of the drugs. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is becoming more painful than me passing the kidney stones. Mm-hmm. We are All the right, kidney well, stones of your life. Yes, true. Perhaps this will make you uh, oh, uh, put you in a better mood, okay? Yeah. yeah. It's the O-O-L-I, Mike. Wow. We have a tie at number nine. And wow. speaking of nine. First time it's Dece- happened. Yeah, on December 9th, these two teams will face off in what we sh- think should be the national championship game every single year. We do. It should be the national. It's our national championship game, Mike. Oh, it I is number nine, going. Army, mm-hmm. taking on number nine, Navy. Wow. Okay. Listen, I have always said, and you know, I'll never, I'll never rip a uh, an armed services being in there. Those who have never been to a, a Army Navy game live, do yourself a favor and make the trip some year. It is incredible, absolutely yep. incredible. Yeah, go this year, number nine versus number nine. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, what a match! Yeah, let's all say it together. They yeah. lead the country in the most important metric. Yep. T-Y-F. T-Y-F-Y-S. T-Y-F-Y-S. Yeah. Gotta be thank you for your service. That's uh, right. Look at you. Look That's at right. you. you I'm with it. you. See, you guys ended it on a positive note where I like you again. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, we appreciate you tolerating our nonsense. Good and, rankings, uh, much, huh? What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Uh, they started out well and finished up a little a little shaky. But, uh, and, and the fact that you did the rankings before the last games were even played, Wow. I guess just shows how progressive you guys really Foresight. are. Foresight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mike, listen, something to look forward to next year is when it expands to 12 teams, we'll do 20 of these, okay? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I guess that's why this is my last year on the program. Oh. <laughs> and, Mike, we'll get back to you on Stetson Bennett. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Starting to hate you worse than Billy, Mikey. Whoa. Hey, what? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the drug stock that's it it is it is i can't be held responsible for anything i said okay <laughs> get out of here go, all right. i go gotta get go, some rest enjoy go the uh, enjoy championship go. weekend hopefully a stone comes out see i gotta you. go pee a stone see you i want to tell you something raheem okay because you become a friend all right christian mccaffrey Uh-oh, here we go christian mccaffrey Tariq hill 
Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs. They all have less touchdowns than you, my man. You lead the f***ing NFL in touchdowns, Raheem. Think about that. That gives you goosebumps, doesn't it? It, it, it kind of, yeah, it's like, but it gives me more urge to, like, score even more. So that way yeah. I could, like, end the talk, you know what I mean? Right. Or hold out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so hold out. Yeah, hey, listen, when this season's over, true. you should not take another snap until you have a new contract. Billy's think, right about that. I, we nah, care about you, Raheem. Nah, listen, A-chan's hurt. I think now's the time. Do it right now. <laughs> right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make hard knocks interesting. Let me, let me score at least three more rushing touchdowns so I can be tied with Ricky Williams, and then we'll go. Okay. okay. Then the holdout starts. Yeah. Then we we could we could think of some 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 schematics. <laughs> all right, but that's pretty cool. If I told you before the season you'd have more touchdowns than Tariq Hill, Jamar Chase, all the guys I just named, you'd be like, "What?" Yeah, I'd be like, "You're nuts." <laughs> what's What's the bigger accomplishment this year? Leading the league in touchdowns or surviving the turf at MetLife? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Honestly, that surviving that turf at MetLife is kind of that's that's. I'm glad I was able to survive it. It was that's that turf monster is crazy out there. What's going on there? How are they injuring everyone? I I don't I really don't know. I think it's just I think the turf just does too much. It doesn't give like you don't have any leeway when you're you know going and and trying to play football. Like grass at least breaks into pieces, whereas like turf is just all one chunk that just sticks together. Like it's. They they say the pellets are supposed to do certain things, but in reality, pellets, man, it's just they, they those things just get caught in your mouth. <laughs> that's that's about it. You feel it when you're playing, like I'm running the risk of getting injured on this field. Is is that is that fair? I mean, you know, if you have so much adrenaline, you're not really thinking about this playing surface, you know. But like when you see injuries go down, you're like, oh wait a second, now I need to take a back seat. This is. This is kind of nerve wracking, you know, to continue to keep playing on these type of surfaces. It's, it's it's not it's not welcoming, you know. It's not. I mean, to see one of your brothers go down is like right. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, especially with JP, like he he's been balling. You know, he was coming back from injury and he was he's been playing lights out. You know, he's he's gonna be a a player to to be, you know, rectified for the next several years as a as a key guy on the defense. So. Um, for him to the, that to go out, man, I just uh, and especially like at the start of a play, like non-contact. I mean, obviously, like I said, there's there's plenty of science behind, uh, you know, turf and, and non-contact injuries that are very severe. Raheem, coming into the season, there were lots of expectations for the Dolphins. There was Super Bowl talk. It calmed down a little bit when you guys have lost a couple games, especially to like the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Bills, whatever, right? Do you like it better when you have all of the eyes on you and you have that expectation or when you're kind of like what you guys are doing now where you're clicking on all cylinders and you're still doing your thing, but you don't have everyone saying like, these are the favorites right now. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you know, you're talking to an underdog, you know, and, and I feel like having that underdog mentality, especially with like, you know, people saying, Hey, look, you know, these guys can't be, you know, guys above 500. I mean, if you look at the statistic, like the guys that we played against, we were literally getting their best shot. They lost the week before. So it's not like, Oh, you know, we won this week and they won, you know, the same week. And then now we're going head to head. Um, and, and it's going to be a battle of the class. It's like, we're really getting their best ball when we expect something completely different. You know, it's like, 
I, I just hate the narrative that we can't be above 500 teams because that's not the case. Like I said, when Philly lost their first game against the Jets, who do we have? Who do they have to play next? It was us. You know, same thing with the Chiefs. They lost against Denver. Who they have to play in Germany? Us. So I mean, all these, all these, you know, different analytics and everything like that. I mean, the analytics is just, yeah, it, it takes people to a whole nother level of thinking, which is totally fine. But in reality, like, no, it is no, it's what it not. Is. Stop thinking so much. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the re- play balls. Yes. The reason I'm asking is because Tyreek Hill today was on a soccer show, and he said on the soccer show that the Dolphins are a better team than the Chiefs team that he was on when he won the Super Bowl. And I'm kind of wondering how you react to something like that, because that's quite a statement. Yeah, no, that's quite a statement. I mean, to say that, I mean, he knows that team, you know, and I can well, speak for so, I can so speak, do you. I know. And I know that team, too. And I know that, you know, had we done the appropriate thing in the Super Bowl, we would have we would have been Super Bowl champs. Um, and and that team was really good. You know, so I know what it I know what it takes to be be a good team. And so does Rick. And, and we're both playing unbelievable ball right now. And and yeah, it's it, to, for him to say that statement. Obviously, he knows there's something special, just like I know there's something special about this team. Right. It wasn't your fault in that Super Bowl. I can tell you that much. Uh, do nah, you feel like this yeah. team is better than the Niners team that made it to the Super Bowl? I, I feel like we're we're. We're hitting on all cylinders right now. We're hitting our peak, um, especially with, um, you know, with um, the defense. Defense is doing an unbelievable job right now. Uh, they're clicking. They're doing everything they possibly can. And that defense that I had when I was on the Niners was was pretty damn good, too. So, right. yeah. Uh, were, you, were you laughing? Put us there. Were you laughing when Tim Boyle thought he could throw the ball 55 yards? I mean, what happened? <laughs> Honestly, I was like, okay, here we go. He's just I know they're going to just chuck it up and – he chucked that thing up, and I'm like, "Okay, Javon just got the got the interception. All right, well, oh snap, here you go, open field. It's just like, and to my to my to me, I'm like, damn, this is like a perfect like punt return. Like Javon, he he can do great things as a punt returner too if you put him back there. So I wasn't shocked, but then I was also shocked the fact that we ended up scoring right before half." I was like, oh, man, that might – I keep telling Javon, that might have been the best play I've ever witnessed in person. There's one other play, though, um, and that's the one with, with Kittle against the Saints. Um, right. It was fourth and – it was like fourth and whatever, and I was on field for that one. I'm like, okay, this dude, he got some, he got some shit in his neck. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew Javon because he's returned kicks and he's played wide receiver. Like, you knew he was yeah. going for seven there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. He had the blocks, he had the setup, and he went down the sideline. I'm like, yeah, this guy's taking it to the house. What was going on that second touchdown? What were you thinking? Like, what were, were you were you trying not to score? Were you just trying to kill some clock? Was there fantasy was, things I, going I, on? What happened? Yeah, there? no, I was I was trying to kill some clock, and then I also started thinking about fantasy points. I'm like, all right, these guys, uh, these guys are gonna kill me if I just if I just take a knee right here. Let me just go ahead and score. I just wanted to boost a couple fantasy points. That's all. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. I have you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Is the Jet fan base the most annoying fan base? No, nah, I, I wouldn't say they're the most annoying fan base simply because, I mean, they, you know, if you're a Jets fan and you're going through, you know, hard times, they, they're still they're still going strong. I mean, they almost remind me of the Eagles, but less, less raunchy, I guess. Right. Like the Eagles fan base is, yeah, I mean, my wife went to the game and, she got a rental car. Next thing you know, her rental car was 
keyed up. I guess oh, somebody Jesus. caught wind that she was a uh, she was a Dolphins fan or something because she had like Moster, you know, attire on or whatever. She makes like custom Moster pieces. So yeah, I guess she stepped out of the car. Her and my mother in law. And next thing you know, after the game, they came back and the whole car, the rental car was keyed up. Okay. I will say this though, like Jet fans, they could they could put on that cape of like having a, a Jets attire on, and then yeah. you know, next thing you know, they got it. They're going to another game at MetLife, and they're rocking rocking the Giants. So I mean, it's just <laughs> it's two different capes you could be putting on. They're repping all all, all New York style games. <laughs> You love beating them, <laughs> didn't you? Especially in their place. I did, I did, yeah. I did, I definitely did. Uh, did you uh, love your coach talking so to them, to the, to the Jeff fans? Did you love that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I always got my coaches back, you know. Right. You got to have your coaches back. Okay. I, I just feel bad. I really, honestly, I just feel bad for Mike, that's all, because he's, he's over there just grimacing right now. He's, like, kind of <laughs> down right now. It hurts. <laughs> It hurts. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It hurts. I'm sorry, bud. You don't feel bad for us, man. I hate that I like Raheem. Like, I hate that I like him. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, actually. Yeah. You guys are right. awesome. Hey, hey, as long as I got Gil with me, we good, man. That's yeah. right. Hey, Raheem, what, what happened with Stu Gatz? He never went to your house on Halloween to give out candy like He wasn't promised. there. I know I was, you I said. I know you said that when you oh, were I was supposed to, to patrol the house, house for, you. It for yeah. you. And he never did. Yeah. He man, see the thing with him, Stu is just he—he's big time with me, man. He don't mm-hmm. want to be my friend. What? Yeah. what? I get he that feeling. He doesn't too. want to. He doesn't want to hang out I at the clubhouse. It. He don't want to hang out at the clubhouse. He don't the, want the man, golf course. The clubhouse. The golf course is yeah. closed for the last nine he, months. You know that. Oh please. The clubhouse uh-huh. is open though. We can go grab some it's drinks out exactly on a Friday right. night right. after the game. This Friday, Yen. Let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. He's got to go to Washington. Raheem, right. with him, it's just, can you come on my podcast? Can nope. you come on my podcast? And then he ghosts yeah. you. That's not true. Can yeah, you I get know. somebody I... else on the podcast, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, he's he's asking me, hey, can you can you reach out to this guy? I'm like, dude. Wait, who is he? Wait, hold on. I didn't even up. ask him yet. That's not fair, Raheem. What are you doing to me? I was going to ask you to get Tariq on, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> who is he at? Who is he bothered you about, Raheem? No, nah, he hasn't bothered me about anybody. Honestly. Just I give just, it time. Give I'm, it time. I'm busting his. I'm busting his bubble. That's it. I love it. Uh, yeah. When are you going to Washington? Uh, I think we leave Saturday. All right, Friday night clubhouse. Friday night clubhouse. You okay. know, I, I I like to I like to sip on some some cab. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, take the ease off and, and relax and get ready for the game and sip some nice cab. If you want to join me, you're more than welcome to go. Okay. Wow. Uh, well, I'm going to call you after this, and we're going to set it up. Okay. All right. Sound like a plan. You'll be drinking alone, Raheem. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? I'm, I'm gonna be. He'll I'm be drinking like cab alone. I'll be drinking gin and tonics. <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna be like that lonely girl at the bar. Like, mm-hmm. He's gonna treat me like that. Like I'm waiting for my date, and he yeah. just ghosts me. No, that's yep. not. No, that's not happening. Raheem. You're getting that's stood not. up. I hate to tell you. What is your strategy yeah, at the uh, when you pick up your kids at school? We'll let you go on this note. You guys are both. And I'm talking to you, Raheem, when I say both, you and Billy. <laughs> what is your strategy when you're picking up the kids at school? Do you have a strategy? Because Mikey A maintains it's one of the worst things in his life, picking up the kids from school. I mean, it's not so bad, honestly. It's, it's okay, when so there's a sign-in and sign-out sheet, right? You have to do that before you get the kids, before you pick them up. Like, that's that's if you do that before, it makes the process a whole lot easier. But if you do it after you get the kids, you pick the kids up, you're sitting there waiting, you're waiting for the, 
the other parents are signing the books and then it's it's just a big cluster. So you want to be as efficient as you possibly can, even even dropping them off, dropping them off. Just take them straight to class and then you sign out. So that's 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 the best tool that I could possibly give a father that's, you know, has two kids in the same school. Raheem, it's not our efficiency. It's everybody else's that uh, that that you get caught behind. That's where yeah. that's where the problem goes. See, in our school, there's one line and it goes all the way down the road. And then you get real close to where you turn into the school. And then the other guy comes from the other way. He thinks he could take a left into it. And then some idiot lets him in. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't see 400 cars behind you? You think your <laughs> yeah. kid is so important? He isn't. Trust me, I know him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're, you're like, hey, look, I know, I know, Joel is not the most important kid in this, this whole class, all right? Like, and he's it not is Joel. Kid. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on, you, you, like, you can't just cut the line. Like, everybody's flowing the same direction, all right? Let's just, let's just flow the same direction. Let's keep it, let's keep it stagnant. And let's keep the flow, the flow. You know what I mean? I've been here for forty-five minutes. You're gonna show up five minutes after dismissal and think you get your kid first? No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no way, no, no way. <laughs> My kids' school, like, the, the doors open up at 3 o'clock. So you have all the parents just sitting there at 3 o'clock ready to – I'm like, y'all can just hop in your car. You ain't got to be the, the 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 parent that wants to be the overachiever all the dang time. I'm like, just just relax. We all, we we all going to get the, our kids relatively close. Like, don't don't worry about it. Just just take the little, little break. little Susie got to bring out her glockenspiel, and it takes an hour and a half to load that thing in the back. And I'm like, come on, man. I'm trying to move. Yeah. I, I tell you what, my, my middle child, Nico, he's uh, – I love him to death. That's my boy. He – but when it's time to, like, get things speeding up, the flow of everything, he's the one that wants to take his sweet little time getting in the car. <laughs> and he wants to – he wants to – he wants to talk to you. Daddy, are we driving in truck? No, we're in, we're in the car right now. Let's just – we got to get the – let's – Come on, we're gonna. There's a whole lot of traffic waiting for us right now. Let's come on. We gotta get it going. I, I want to get out of this traffic now. What's with all the questions, kid? Get in the car. Yeah, yeah. Stop this. Stop the questions. Let's let's just get in the seat. I gotta buckle you up and let's ride. Let's do it. He likes to schmooze a little bit. Hell yeah, man. He, he yeah. He he likes to he likes to bask in the ambience of mm. of the the child pickup. Oh man, you and it starts best. when the doors open, not right. not yeah. before when you were waiting. It starts when the doors open. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's just like it's funny because he just sits in his like little circle in his classroom, and as soon as he sees me, he's like already grinning. I'm like, dude, I already know what time it is. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have a great time getting into the car. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to talk to everybody. He wants to, he wants to say hi to everybody, bye to everybody. The people the. the you're raising a the monster, door. Raheem. You're raising a uh, monster, nah, <laughs> a polite nah, child. He, what a monster! He's, <laughs> he he's a nice kid, though. He's the nicest kid I know. He's so sweet, though. So where did he get that from? Is that from you or from or from your wife? Ooh. Schmoozing, man. Uh, he might got that from me. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I can see myself at his age. I was doing that too. You know, what yeah, I mean? you can't complain about it, then, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. That's why I just I, I cut him slack. I do. I have to. I have to cut him some slack, man. Oh man, you are uh, you're the best, Raheem. We appreciate it. Leading the league in touchdowns. They play the uh, the Commanders coming yeah. up this weekend. Uh, keep it rolling, man. I'll see you Friday night at the bar, okay? All right. Hey, I'll see you there. You better not stand me up either, man.
Uh, stop shaking your heads, you and Billy. Enough. I mean, Jesus. B- Billy knows. B- B- me and Billy had his understanding. Mike, Mike knows too. He, That's he, a problem. Yeah. 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 See, man. I, Why don't you invite Billy right now? See if he wants to join I us. Just, I care about you, Raheem, and I don't want to see Bill, you get hurt. You know. Bill, you want to come to the clubhouse? You live you so go. far from here. I do, I do. <laughs> That's why I, I asked so you. Far. <laughs> You can sleep over at John's house. It's all right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, w- I would invite you, but my house is getting renovated right now. So I'm at my mother-in-law's house right now. Can we have a sleepover in the offseason? Can we do that? Me, you, and Billy, okay? Hey, I don't know about all that. That's that's, that's three grown men sleeping like <laughs> we that. Can, I, you no, can come no, over. We, we can have a hell of a time now. No, just a sleepover, man. No, we'll hang out. No, we'll watch no, a movie, guys, drink some wine. We'll no. bullshit. No. no, I have an idea. No. I have an idea as to guys. We could take him up to Two Chains' house to go fishing on his lake. Yes, yes. Oh, hey, yes, okay. yes. I, I got the fishing pole ready to go. I got like this like portable fold up fishing pole right. that I keep in my truck, and it's like in like the little storage container in my truck. Man, I hey, I'll pull over to the side of the road and go fishing now. All right. Uh, how about this? Okay, no sleepovers, no nothing. Me, you, and Billy when the season's over, because Billy wants to learn how to play golf. Hence the clubs in the background there. Let's go play golf with Billy. How about that? Billy, Billy don't know what he's doing with them things back there, man. That's true. <laughs> it's a fact. That's a fact. Don't worry, me either. We 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 on the same playing field. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then, hey, we all gonna get we all gonna get lessons together. Okay, done. Perfect. You're gonna be like the three stooges out there, man. All right, man. Good luck this weekend. Keep it rolling, man. We're uh, we're All happy right, for you. you. Leading the NFL in touchdowns, plus your team. Right now, not the one seed, but you're flirting with the one seed, and I think you guys will ultimately get it because the schedule uh, is somewhat easy the next three or four weeks. But that's me saying it, yeah. not Raheem saying it. Okay, I know the last yeah, Mike, game. Mike, Mike doesn't like that one. Mike's no. not. He's not about that one. I ain't gonna lie. He's. Like, I know ah. Raheem doesn't like that. I know. I that. didn't. He didn't he say it. I said it. Anyone okay? saying that it's easy. Well, he plays the yeah, Jets but, again. Yeah, I mean, we still got to we got we still got to play the Jets. So, yeah, Raheem, you're breaking up. You're driving through a tunnel. <laughs> Mike, can you hear me, Mike? <laughs> good luck to you in Washington, man. We're happy for you. I appreciate you guys. Man, y'all right. have a good one. It is time for this week's edition of Steel Gouts, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get to the game. Championship weekend. What a big weekend. New Mexico State, they're taking on Liberty. Liberty is undefeated. They're minus 10 and a half. I have Liberty winning the game, but New Mexico State is going to cover. Washington taking on Oregon. Washington undefeated, already beaten Oregon. They are getting disrespected here. Plus nine and a half. My goodness, they beat them already. Washington is going to win the game outright. Buy it to 10 anyway, but Washington wins by three points over Oregon. I'm taking the Huskies. Texas, they need to impress. Big 12 championship game. They're taking on Oklahoma State. They need to blow them out. They need to impress the committee, and they'll do so. Texas by 28 points over Oklahoma State. UNLV plus two and a half. Taking on Boise State. Buy it up to three. I'm taking the running Rebels. UNLV wins the game outright. They win by four points over Boise State. Alabama, Georgia, SEC championship game. Alabama is plus five and a half. I want you to buy it up to six. I don't know why I'm telling you to do that because I'm going to pick Alabama to win the game outright. And how about this? They're going to blow them out by 14 points. Florida State against Louisville with their backup quarterback ACC championship game. Florida State is minus two and a half. They win. They cover. The Seminoles win by 10 points. Michigan, minus 22 and a half. Taking on Iowa, Big Ten championship game. Michigan, minus 22 and a half. They win. They cover. They win 23 to nothing. 
Speaking of Michigan and Iowa, the over-under in the first half for Iowa is a half point. Buy it up to one, take the under. Second half, it's also a half point. Buy it up to one, take the under. Let's get to the NFL. Week 13, Colts take another Titans. Colts are minus one. It's at Tennessee. I like this Colts team. If the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs. They win here, they cover here. The Colts by four points on the road over the Tennessee Titans. The Chargers, minus five and a half. They're at New England, taking on the Patriots. The Chargers, eventually they have to win one of these games. They're going to do it here. They're just a better team. Chargers win by 10 points over the Pats. Lions, minus four. They're taking on the Saints. The Lions win. They cover Lions by 10 points on the road. Texans, minus three and a half. Take it on the Broncos. Buy it to three points. Take the Texans. They win. They cover. The Texans win by 14 points at home. Rams, minus four. Take it on the Browns. Joe Flacco might start. Need I say more? Rams win. They cover. Rams by 10 points at home. Eagles, plus two and a half. Take it on San Francisco. Eagles are at home. Buy it up to three. I have the Eagles winning and covering. They win the game outright. They win at home by four points over San Francisco. Chiefs, minus six. They're at the Packers. I have the Chiefs winning and covering the Chiefs by 10 points in Green Bay. Finally, Jaguars at home. Take it on the Bengals. Jaguars are minus nine. The Jags win. They cover the Jags by 17 points at home over the Bengals. Those are the picks, everyone. Good luck. Sims, Billy, did a, uh, a segment on his podcast called Signs of Life and Signs of Death. Wow. <laughs> Big news, but we know Billy's not paying attention to me. We're just happy that Billy's here with us on the show today doing the job he's actually paid to do. How it's dare a, you, a great sir? Moment. How dare you, sir? Very nice of him to show up, huh, Sims? Yeah, very nice of you. How are you? Everything good? Uh, look at Mikey A. His Jets suck, so he, now he's on the Michigan bandwagon. Look at him. <laughs> yes. What are they doing to Texas, huh? They're going to leave Texas out. They're going to beat Alabama and leave them out, huh? I, I mean, it is crazy. If there was ever a Tragedy. year we, need, we needed the 12-team uh, playoff, it's this year, right? I mean, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it looks like we got no chance of getting in. Like, I don't care – what happens this weekend? Georgia is should be in no matter. They shouldn't even make Georgia play to have to get in. Georgia should be in. You win every game for three years straight. You get in the final four again. Yeah, okay? but Sims, it's not it body is. of work. It's this season. This season. Well, if they lose to Alabama, what? they... What? What, what? what about the body of work this season? They're obliterating everybody on their schedule. So their we'll best see win is Missouri. Is Missouri. Exactly. Beat Alabama. You deserve to get schedule. in. Right. Yeah. No. They, even if well, they, they do make the schedule in a close game, they deserve to be in no matter what. No, Billy made a good point there. Go ahead, Billy. They, I'm sorry. They do make the schedule. They make it like three <laughs> or four years in advance. Well, <laughs> like I don't know if the SEC schedule is exactly made, and like I don't know how that shakes out as far as you can make some of your off schedule like out of conference schedule. But still, like, you don't know what they're going to be three to four years out either. Like, don't give me that bullshit. You, know, you don't know that. Sims, you got to be pounding the table. If Alabama beats Georgia and Texas beat Alabama, Texas should be in. Mm, you should be, be pounding the table. I don't, I don't believe in no that SEC. logic. <laughs> I don't believe in that logic because Alabama's a different team than they were earlier this year against Texas, right? You know, my logic is we should have beat a team that we were better than in Oklahoma and we f***ing blew it. So that's my logic. And now you just have to wait and see and let, you know, 
a bunch of people who I don't know what they're doing in a room, and I don't even know if they know football. Let them rank them. That makes sense. Chris. Who's ranking them this year? Astronauts, physicists? What is it this year? What do they got on the group? Chris, we saw him. Arch was there. Arch played. We saw Arch. That's awesome, right? Yeah. I know. He's yeah. coming. Does, does he not – I mean – Listen, I don't know what the future holds, right? The other kid that played when when uh, Quinn Ewers got hurt is a pretty good player. He's got some talent there. But did Arch Manning not look like Archie Manning to you guys? I don't know. I just kept seeing his grandfather. You know, the way he ran and threw, I saw more of Archie Manning than I did Peyton or Eli. So, uh, But it was really cool to see. Good for him. Gets out there. Gets a little experience. He's some athlete. I'll say that. He's a little faster than I expected. That's for sure. Uh, Sims, before we get to the NFL, we must start here, okay? Even though we already started. But we must start right here. The Thanksgiving Sims football game in the backyard. We want details, okay? Uh, So disappointing this year. It was a small affair this year because I think, as I told you guys a little last week, my family doesn't show up for Thanksgiving until it's dark. So it's like... Like my sister came in. She's like, what about the game? And I was like, we already played it. It's dark. Like your kids missed out. I don't know. Where the were you? I don't (laughs) Thanksgiving is over in like 20 minutes. You just got here. So it was like me and two kids and my brother and a kid. It wasn't even a good football game this year. So it was totally lame. We had laughs. We got outside and ran around in the cold air. But Hmm. yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I was a little disappointed. I gotta tell you, your house sounds like a joy on Thanksgiving. Gee, you're yelling at everyone. I mean, I didn't yell. I didn't. I was very nice. I didn't say one word. I should have said something. I was like, I should have been like, hey, we came here. My wife's cooking all the food. How about you guys show the f- up at some point? You know, but I did not yell. I would have liked to have done it. PFT with Mike Florio every day at Peacock. Football night in America. Sunday night football. You have the Chiefs and the, and the Packers this week. That's a good game. The Unbuttoned Podcast as well. Uh, Jordan Love, man, eight touchdowns, two interceptions last four weeks. Like, he's starting to get it, it seems like, Chris. I definitely. I was scared, right? About a month ago, I was going, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure how this is going to go. It doesn't look good, right? The offense had training wheels on. It, it was like, you know, it's hard to be successful on offense when you're being this basic. I think they got to a point three or four weeks ago, and I kind of hit on this on my podcast a little bit, where they finally realized, like, you know, it, it's we either got to start unveiling the offense and he succeeds or he fails. And at least we know what we got here. And Thursday was by far their most diverse and aggressive attack yet. And that's it makes them intriguing. Green Bay's got talent. They're young. They got a quarterback who's inexperienced, but there's talent across the roster on both sides of the ball. And that's where Sunday night, like, hey, I kind of look at the game. Of course, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win. I am. But the game to me is a little bit more, I think, dicey than people think, where the Chiefs with that aggressive defense against Watson and Dobbs and Jalen Reed and Musgrave, they want to play man-to-man against that crew. They better be careful. And they've gotten creative on that side of the ball. So it's good to see. Jordan Love definitely looks like he's settling in, definitely looking like he's got a chance to be the real quarterback in the future the way he's looked the last three weeks for sure. It's funny, the last three or four weeks reminded me, like, man, Aaron left a really good team. Like, that seems good. <laughs> we, uh, I, we, I think we hit that on the offseason, too. That's where it's like, man, you know, that old line, they can pass protect. They got running backs. They got young tight ends. They got young talent at receiver. They got young talent all over their defense. 
right? I mean, Green Bay plays this the right way. They should be a team that is around and very relevant for, you know, the next five or six years. Chris, Stugatz just mentioned Aaron. Aaron's 21-day practice window is now open and kind of a decision has to be made. And I've been wondering watching the Jets play, how different they would actually look if Aaron was there. Is that crazy? No, no, I don't think it's crazy. I don't. I mean, they would be better. I don't think it would be like, oh, it's a top 10 offense in football and they're just like a surgical machine. There's no way. You know, they're not. But I think what Aaron would do and where it would translate to the record is, yeah, a little bit more moving in the ball, a little bit more staying on the field so the defense doesn't get so worn out every game by being on the field all the time. And then those ways, you know, maybe you could have won, you know, two or three more games through the defense and him taking care of the ball. And then, hey, hopefully he can make a clutch play in a big moment, almost like the Denver Broncos and what they're doing with Russell Wilson right now. It's not earth shattering. But instead of him saving the saving his worst for the big moment, right now he's playing his best in the big moments and getting them over the hump. So, yeah, it would be better. But I don't think we'd be going, man, this offense and, ooh, are they awesome in big plays. No, it would still be a little bit like, why isn't Aaron Rodgers and the Jets better on offense? What's going on? And, you know, I mean, he's reeling now. I mean, he sees the writing on the wall. So now it's like, oh, I don't know if I'm coming back. I'm not sure I'm going to play. I'm not sure. Hold on. You know, because he knows it, it'd be really hard to look good with this group and the current status of where they are in the AFC right now. Is Bill Belichick doing anyone any favors by not committing to either one of those quarterbacks? Because when you go into a game and you're like, you're both going to play at some point, it feels like he's kind of already taking the air out of Mac Jones and setting him up for failure. And then you have Bailey Zappi who's sitting there and he's like, I just want to be told I'm starting, which doesn't help anyone. So what is the strategy right now with this? It's a great question. What's the strategy been for the last 24 months in New England? I mean, I think it's fair to ask all of that. I mean, it's there's it's weird to see right now. Billy, I never thought Bill Belichick would do some of the things he is doing as of late. It's against everything he's ever believed in or thought of as a coach. And I've ever heard him preach or any of his assistants preach or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, you're giving your offense and a team no leader. You're blaming it on one person, right? You're right. You've taken the power and the leadership away from Mac Jones. And then in my heart of hearts, I don't think they even like Bailey Zappi, but they don't know where to go. That's a disaster. The fact that they don't have better options. I mean, they cut the guy twice and they're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll make him a backup. They don't even want him to be the backup. They don't know what to do. The offense isn't good. Belichick's failed them with receivers on the outside. We've talked about all the issues. It's dysfunctional looking right now. And, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't blame them for going to Malik Cunningham. Maybe he could do some quarterback design run stuff and do something like that. Mac Jones is not as bad as he's been playing. He's in a funk and he's around a lot of bad things and he's got a no formula that makes sense for Mac Jones' skill set. And let alone, one thing I'll say about Mac Jones, he's got to improve his throwing motion this offseason. You can improve your motion to throw the ball with more power and zip. He's a natural enough thrower to do it. Too many softballs and layups and, you know, wimpy throws from him that have to change or he'll be a backup quarterback forever. That's the one thing I do know. What do you think the 49ers would look like if Kyle Shanahan got his way from what we believe was he actually wanted Mac Jones, kind of had to take Trey Lance? Because if you get the idea, okay, he gets Mac Jones, the guy he wants, right? 
then he probably doesn't gamble on Brock Purdy at the end because he gets the quarterback that he wants. So he may use that pick for something else. So what would the 49ers look like if Mac Jones was there? I think a lot like they do with Brock Purdy, right? I, uh, I don't think it would be a whole lot. He's that kind of guy. That's why they like, you know, Brock Purdy's Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins, right? That's why they like him. Shanahan has all the answers. He just wants somebody that can go down and write them on the test on the field. That's what he's looking for. And, and Billy, Shanahan makes all the calls out there. So it, nobody forced his hand. In my heart of hearts, I believe public pressure, people in his organization, everything pressured him to a corner of where he felt like the deck is stacked against Mac Jones before he even got here. And I think a lot of things played into that, whether it was the, the yelling of the fan base, the yelling of the Justin Fields and Trey Lance fan base, the, the media memes, all of that, let alone – I know in Kyle's mind, too, a lot of his coaches have left and gone somewhere where I think he thought, hey, maybe if I get a Trey Lance, I can add some new wrinkles to my offense and not everybody be able to copy it and do all that. I think all those went into factoring that decision in. But ultimately, no, I think if they got Mac Jones, uh, I've kind of said, you know, for a while, like Mac Jones, I think they might go to the Super Bowl instead of Jimmy Garoppolo the year the Rams went and won. Right. I, I, I think it's a lot like Brock Purdy, a lot of really good stuff, system play every now and there, a wow talent play. But he would fit that style of play. That's the formula he needs, Billy. That's what he needs. Chris, it seems like when we're discussing, I'm not saying you specifically, but when we discuss who's the best quarterback in the NFL, the name Jalen Hurts rarely comes up. Why? Like to me, he might be the best player in the NFL. Like you can, you can, you can honestly say that you watched the game the other day and you think he's the best player. You think he was the best quarterback on the field in that game? No, I thought Josh Allen was. I thought Josh Allen was great, but Jalen Hurts has won a lot of football games and been to a Super Bowl, and he scores a lot of touchdowns. And it doesn't seem like he gets a lot. I know of the touchdowns are so overrated. Everybody in football can score in the tush push, as okay. I've told you. It's a okay. it's a bullshit. I don't care about his rushing touchdowns. They're like right. a mute point. Tom Brady was the best quarterback sneak quarterback before that. Like I told you, he can squat seventy pounds. It doesn't really matter. Right. When you got a right team and the offense there. Right. He's afforded luxuries that other quarterbacks aren't. Look, Stu Gotts, if Josh Allen had two turnovers and 50 yards passing in the first half of the game last week, they would have been down 30 to seven. Right. right. Yep. Jalen Hurts can just sit back and kind of let the game come to him. They're down 17 to seven. What do they do? They run the ball all the way down the field and then he fakes the run and he throws to a wide-open A.J. Brown. I'm sorry, whoop-de-do on some of that stuff. I mean, he's, he's real good. But when people start to say MVP, I just I don't, I don't see it that way at all. Like, at all. You know, the week before that, the Chiefs game, he's got a 78 quarterback rating. I mean, he was, like, like below 50% throwing and had no yards, like, the whole game until the end. And, listen, he's clutch. I give him that. But I, I, that's where I don't see it. Guys, there's a good chance this weekend he'll have as many turnovers as Josh Allen on the year. Will ESPN do a Sports Center, Sports Center special on his turnovers this week if he does that? No, but they did one for Josh Allen. Why? I don't know. Because they don't want to put the, the, the facts out there. There's a love affair with Jalen Hurts that I don't understand. He's well, an awesome human being. He's handsome as hell. His story is cool as hell, right? But best quarterback in football and MVP, negative ghostwriter. 
Those are bad qualifiers too. I mean, I love your dad. Okay, I mean, you're yelling at me. I love your dad. Okay, I, you're screaming at me. You're like because Jalen Hurts is all good I get. All I get all week. It's all I get. That's <laughs> so it just and, and that's all I see. And right. I want to go. I mean, he's 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 on a team that allows and sets him up for the most success out of any quarterback in football. Like I right. told you, right. you know, and that's where people got to look at it. And I'm not trying to like take anything from him. He's ice in the veins. He's better in the pocket making throws this year than he was last year. Mm -hmm. He's, but there's nothing he does better than, than Josh Allen. At some point again, Josh Allen left the field twice the other day and his team was winning. And then he never gets the ball back. He's afforded luxuries. Again, the Super Bowl. It was he was on the best team and up by ten and a half, and he had a monumental flub, right? But he, he still did. gets the clutch call. Everybody still says he's clutch because right. he threw for more yards than people thought he would in the game, right? That that is where I, I just don't buy that, and you know, so that's where it's not fair to me in that way. What does he do better than Josh Allen? There's nothing. There's nothing. Josh Allen and the Holmes are better runners than Jalen Hurts. But they have to run Jalen Hurts because he doesn't throw it like them, so they have to use that more. So I have respect for that, but I just get sick of hearing that storyline all the time. And I'm sick of the quarterback on the best team gets the MVP. I'm sick of that shit. Uh, Chris, do we have to accept that Trevor Lawrence is a very good quarterback, never going to be a great quarterback, but good enough to win a Super Bowl? Is that fair? No. Well, yeah, I think he can be a great quarterback. I okay. think he's borderline great right now. He was great. C.J. Stroud was phenomenal in that game. That so game was a great quarterback duel, though. Trevor Lawrence was amazing as well. Yes. Right? It wasn't maybe scrambling and buying time. It was like quick decisions, throwing big-time throws into really tight windows. I did a whole thing on my pod today about it because that, to me, might have been one of the best quarterback duels of the year. It's got something. But, no, I, Trevor Lawrence, is he can be a superstar, and I think he's borderline already is a superstar. He's getting close. What do the Bears do with Justin Fields after this season? They have the they're gonna have two of the top four picks in the draft, so people know. So what do they do with Fields here? It's it's a tough decision. It really is. Because there's some things I really like about Fields. I mean, as we know, his running is elite. He has moments of throwing the ball really well. But like the other night, there was he missed plays. There was throws there to be had, right? And he didn't throw it, didn't see it, whatever. I think they're gonna move on. I think they're going to move on. Uh, that that would just be where my heart is. And, and you know, honestly, if you made me choose, I'd probably say I'd move on too. But that's not an easy decision. It's not. And the Bears, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the head coach, but if that head coach leaves, people are going to want that job, not only because of the draft picks, but the Bears are set up, like I talked about with Green Bay, the O-line is young and good. Yeah. Cole Komet's a good tight end. DJ Moore and Mooney have real juice on the outside. They got some good people up front in the second, uh, up front on defense and in the in the back seven. So the Bears are one of those teams that are young and I'd say watch out for in years to come. PFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock, Football Night in America, Chiefs and Packers this Sunday night. Good game. The Unbutton podcast as well. He is Chris Sims. We love him. We are disappointed, man. I thought the Thanksgiving game would uh, – would bear more fruit. It did not. I'm disappointed too. I brought my fire. I can tell you there was only five of us out there, but I brought the fire. I mean, I, I promise <laughs> did you. Did you lose? It you, sounds like you lost. Sounds like your team no, lost. No, you know what happened? Uh, like, I lost. think my, my brother called it a tie. He was oh, like trying to be nice. Ties, and I wanted to be like, please. what? They right. scored. And he was like, all right, let's go in. And I was like, 
what we said first to five right like come yeah. on like what are we doing here tell your brother enough called... i mean the kids don't give a shit they want to win or I'm... they want to lose exactly it. this is mm-hmm. jersey it's like you win or you lose that's the way it is and that's what we were we were in Classic jersey, jersey. Yeah. disappointing by my brother matthew very disappointing yeah. all right sims next week we're going to talk about coaches i'm going to give you a list of coaches you tell me if they're going to be in their current job next year when the season starts okay we're going to do all that right next week. sounds good <laughs> so yeah how was friendsgiving austin Friendsgiving. Wow. So for me, it was just like virtual because my mom is in Colorado and my little brother's in Wyoming. And so we got on the phone for a couple hours and we're just chilling together and just catching up on stuff um, that we're looking forward to. Wyatt actually uh, was player of the week, defensive player of the week in the... um, I forgot what their conference name is, um, but he had a sick pick six that I, I was so I was so proud of him. And uh, so we were just catching up on everything. And he, that was his last game. And um, yeah, now he's going to his bowl game and then he'll probably come catch some of my games. So it was good to catch up with the fam because we don't get always get that that time together since we're both in kind of the same football schedule and he's got school and everything. So uh, tell me good. you watched that dreadful Jets Dolphins game on Friday. Please tell me you didn't watch that thing. No, I did not watch that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, there's there's some Dude. games that excite me. That one was not on the list. <laughs> really? Austin, I'm, I seriously, think how f- crazy the game it is that you're playing, right? Okay, where the Colts are in the playoffs right now. The Falcons are in the playoffs right now. Your team is not in the playoffs right now. The Eagles are the best team in the NFL. They lost to Zach Wilson. What a crazy f- game, man. It's it's absolutely wild, man. And I think that's why it has the popularity that it has, because it's 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 predictable, but it's also amazing at the same time because unpredictable things can happen. And, you know, like you have tendencies and things like that, but it's not uncommon for like crazy stuff to happen. Whereas like an upset, you know, it, the fans are going like, to make an uproar about it and people are going to comment on it. But it's like, yeah, that happens. This is the NFL. Like any given Sunday, anyone can win. You got to show up every single week. And, you know, we're, we're seeing that with our team where, you know, we got to make sure we're getting back to the expectation that we're supposed to be playing at. Um, and so, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me when crazy stuff happens in the NFL. That's why it makes it so amazing and so competitive. I am asking this strictly out of curiosity. I'm not trying to put you in a bad spot. I promise you. Okay. But well, I now always I feel want... like now you're putting me under the well, right, under yeah, next up now. <laughs> yeah. and listen, Here answer however you want or don't answer. Okay. But I've always wondered what it's like when you're in the middle of a season and your coach is there's rumors swirling around your coach and the future of your head coach. Does he talk about that stuff with you? Is it, is it, do you guys talk about it amongst yourselves? How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's something, it's really important actually, because we have to stay together in the locker room, right? Like the last thing we want is, you know, this big, you know, divide of pointing fingers and it's this fault, it's your fault. And so what I think coach has actually done a really good job of is making sure that we're transparent about it. Like, Hey, this is what the media is going to come and do. Like we see it out there, right? It's, it's impossible not to how much our lives are covered of, you know, the allegations of this, or this person needs to do this. And for us, we have to stay in a big group where it's like, Hey, we know what we have to do as an organization internally, because it's different when you're in it than from the emotional side outside of it. Like we can't get emotional. Like, Yes, the game is emotional, but when we come out and work, we got to make sure that we're staying flat. We're going forward because the thing that 
if it does happen and we start pointing fingers then it gets really ugly and then now we're not even talking about football anymore we're talking about you know drama and we're not trying to turn this into you know a, a drama you know tv show and mtv back in the day you know it, this is this is the nfl and we got to go out there we have a job to do and so i think coach has done a good job of saying like yeah this is out there but guess what we all have to take i think it was perfect um one of our linebackers coach said this he's like we have to take the appropriate amount of accountability for what's going on and you know i think he's done a great job of that i said in the past and then also so, you know, putting that back on ourselves, like we got to make sure we're accountable for our own play and really making the message about staying together and making sure we're working together as a team and not letting all this crowd noise about who's playing well, who's not, what's going on. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We still have to go out there and play and th- that doesn't matter to us. So, um, yeah, it's, it's so part it's of sports. Discussed. So he, he will actually have that discussion with with you guys as a team or the captains or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he'll bring it up. Um, wow. We're not, we're not, we're not shying away from it. It's, it's the reality of of sports. You know, you're gonna get scrutinized. You're gonna get, you know, this, you know, whatever, whatever's going on. If you're doing doing really well, you're gonna get the high praise. If it, things aren't going to the plan, then guess what? People are gonna be like, "This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong." And you know, we've been around this. We're we're old enough and mature enough to understand that. And it doesn't always like when you're in it. Like I said, it doesn't always mean anything it's just what the noise is and you have to block out the noise uh, i remember kobe talked about it one time he came and talked to us and he said you know when a lion's hunting you know like you, when he's just looking through like you, you gotta look through the grass to see the gazelle like you look through like the grass is all this noise and like you got flies around your eyes you ain't worried about any of that stuff it doesn't matter what you're looking at is you're looking at the prize which is winning on sunday for us like that's all we're focused about so there's trees and all this grass popping up all these weeds in the in the way of us and like I mean, you just look right right through it. Do you get awed by anybody now, to like musicians, actors, for you business people? Does anybody get you like, wow, I'm be great if Warren Buffett was the guy. Warren Buffett. Yeah, I like Warren Buffett. (laughs) Man, I think I just have a general respect for people that have that have really continued to grow. It doesn't even matter what field they're in, but have continued to push to a point where now they make an influence on other people's lives. Like that really gets me going. Um, and that's what I look forward to. And that's what I look up to. You know, that's that's the concept when people ask me, they're like, hey, is there people that you look up to? Not necessarily, but I look up to that concept that people that have been able to grow in their career to a point where they were able to impact the people around them and have success in what they were doing at the same time. And I think that's so special because I think that's where I find my fulfillment. Like that's that's where I want to be in my life. I want to push towards where I was able to have success, but then also impact positively the people around me and leave a legacy through that. And I think that's so special. Um, and so I look up to a lot of people and it's a lot of people, like, even like people like yourselves that you guys are making an impact like, and having success and continuing like, you, you know, with the media side of it, where it's like, like, like I want to be like to able to do that one day. And that's what I'm pushing for. And um, man, so I look up to that concept more so than an individual that's like, wow, like all those people wow me. I can't believe Austin Eckler looks up to us. Like don't. That's, yeah, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't, don't pull that thread. Don't, don't pull that thread. I look up to the concept. Yes. <laughs> the concept of you. That you Wait. have lived by and been put out there. Well, how does this one work? So when the owners, if indeed your coach does get fired after the season uh, and the owners are, are looking for a new coach, uh, do you expect the owners as, as a veteran, as a team captain, as one of the best players on the team, should the owners consult the players on who the next head coach is going to be? Nah, that's above our pay our pay grade. <laughs> really, <laughs> it's definitely above our pay grade. Um, I think you guys should have some say. I think guys like you and Keenan Allen should have some say. I'm serious, Austin. Like you guys know who you want to play for. So I guess I haven't been a, like I've been around, but I haven't been around long enough to to have that type of influence in that organization, right? Where it's like you have 
ownership and them, right? Where it's like, and it's different from like the football side where I'm part of the team. I think it's more of a, a decision that they have to make as far as looking at the business and the culture that they're trying to establish. And I think there's just more that goes into it that I'm going to be putting into it. Like the metrics that they use might be a lot different than what I use. Um, and so I don't know, even it, that goes as far as like the draft. So your brother was the mountain West defensive player of the week, as you pointed oh, yeah, out. Mountain so West, like, yeah. Yeah. So like, do you come draft time? You maybe go around, maybe sneak some tape in there, maybe drop some hints. Hey, you know, I hear about this right? Wyatt Eckler out there. I mean, what yeah. do you think? For sure. I mean, this is, I think this is, now this is the second time he's been, you know, defensive player of the week. So, I mean, he's, he's been doing really well, man. He's flying around super athletic, like just same at work ethic as me. And so, um, he's only a junior right now. I think he's going to take his last, he's got like the COVID extra COVID year. So I think he's going to go back for that and kind of, Right, really try to get himself established as a, one of the solid um, safeties just in in college football, and then probably take that leap and and come over to the uh, the professional side. Do you guys fight often, you and your brother? No, so we're seven years apart, and okay. so it wasn't like when we were growing up. It wasn't really much of a fight, like because I was just so much more developed and older than him, and so it was like basically I just beat up on him. Um, just that brotherly love. Uh, like we, we play like football and I'd like be on like my knees and I'd run on my knees and then just like smoke him. And then he, <laughs> he would never get by me and he, I would stiff arm him and you know, things like that back, you know, brother stuff uh, right. back in the day. And so now it's kind of turned into more of like a, I feel like he just like kind of really looks up to like the example that I'm setting. And I really just kind of continue to give him nuggets to continue to live by um, and continue to just grow him. It really his mentality because he's going to have to pave his own path, but I can help him give him nuggets to live by some principles that'll help him, you know, continue to progress. You go to new England this week. I mean, you know, we do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we do impress somebody up there while you're there, you know, Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, this guy, this guy, go back to this Belichick thing, man. Look, I'm looking through the grass. Now I'm looking right through the grass. Eyes on the prize. You got reversed. Who needs to impress who right now? Okay. You got to reverse. That's a good point. That's a good, it's a fair point. Uh, I'm not certain players want to play for that type of coach anymore. It's why Austin should have some say. I mean, that's why that's what I'm talking about, man. Um, listen, I have an idea for you. Okay. I know you said you don't want to coach, right? But yes. I'm thinking, I know you said it, you'd rather do the media stuff, okay? And I understand why. But college coaching is a great gig. So here's what I'm thinking. Oh, you boy. go coach a college somewhere, because any college would hire you, Austin Eckler. You bomb for two seasons, they fire you, and you walk away with $50 million guaranteed. What do you think? Wow. <laughs> I mean... I mean, obviously you don't want to bomb because then it ruins kind of the reputation, but the 50 million, look, there's, that's a lot. as you know, as you know, there's a lot of ways to make money in this world, you know, and look, I've been playing in the NFL for a while now. So I've established, you know, some type of, of, you know, base of, of, you know, funding. And so for me, the reputation would be more than the 50 million, Mm. my opinion. Uh, 50 million is really cool though. 50 million (laughs) is really cool. Especially if you're broke. But right. if you're not broke, then it's not as cool. And the reputation, in my opinion, is even better. Uh, listen, you're four and seven. But here's the crazy thing about this year in the NFL. The teams in the playoff right now are six and five. Like, you still have a shot, Austin. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. Look, yeah. You, you're, you're not out until you're out, man. And, you know, right. Jacksonville was four and seven last year. And they ended up beating us in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Looking through the grass, man. Remember what Kobe said. I'm looking through all the distraction. Eyes on the prize, you know, like beat New England, get the street going. We got one at a time. 
right. Don't lose to the Patriots, man. I don't want to talk to you after you lose to the Patriots. I mean, yeah. the Ravens is yeah. one thing, not the Patriots, though. All right. All right. Okay. Look, All right. Look, look, look. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to lose, damn it. Like, uh, we know. <laughs> we, know. <laughs> we know you're not, man. Yeah. Uh, All right, buddy. Well, good luck this week uh, up at Foxborough. And uh, that's a long trip, Austin. <laughs> Jesus it is. Christ. I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> hey, go play it's, like, it's, like, it's what I signed up for. It's all good. Anything you want to promote on the way out, sir? Uh, yeah. If you guys want to show up to bingo night coming up on Friday here. Uh, my ex, Yeah. So my I have a Discord server and they are putting on, it's called X Games. Check it out on Discord. You can just go check in X Games. They are putting on a bingo night this week. So Friday, check out a bingo. If you want to follow it, just follow me on Instagram. We'll be putting out promos on it and stuff like that. So if you guys want to go check out my Discord server, they're putting on a bingo night. You can win some jerseys signed by me, and I have some other signed stuff that they're giving away if you win that. So good luck if you join up for that. Austin, good luck to you this weekend, man. Oh, I feel 10 yeah. and 7. I do. I feel a run coming. I feel you guys going 10 and 7. I feel you guys making it a nice little run in the playoffs. How about that? Let's do it. Let's do All it, right. man. I'm feel you. All right. We'll see you boys next week. Hey, Gordy. Gordy. Hey, how are you? What are you eating? I'm at Mama Grox, and uh, she's got five refrigerators and freezers, so I'm very fortunate to have a lot of different options. Would you go aisle three, fridge four? (laughs) What'd you get? Exactly. I went fridge one, aisle two, and uh, leftover meatloaf with uh, mashed potatoes. We're taping this at 11 in the morning, a little bit early for meatloaf and mashed potatoes, no? Gordy's been up since like 5.30, dude. Hit the gym probably twice already. He's sober, you know? He's sober, right? How's sobriety going, Gord? You know what's awful about this whole thing? The whole purpose was to feel better, right? And and to be more focused. Four days ago during my workout, I blew my back out. Oh, so no. now I'm actually, I feel worse. I'm in more pain. And I, you know, it just sucks because I would have felt better if I was hung over partying all the time. Mm-hmm. So now I have a blown out back and it's four days and it hasn't calmed down yet. All right, are we ready for uh, this week's games, guys? Uh, Billy, can we throw in a bonus game? Mikey, can we throw in a bonus game? Can we do the over-under uh, team total for Iowa in the first half? Sure. Hey. I'll take the under, whatever it is. Well, it's it's half a point. <laughs> Wait, what? Exactly. Iowa team total over-under, okay, in their game against Michigan, Big Ten Championship game. In the first half, the over-under is half a point. In the second half, the over-under is half a point. How? Okay, fuck, you're going first. You're taking the under. Iowa first half under. They have the worst offense I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah. Hence the half point over under. Okay, so let's go. Let's go to Carl. Carl, what are you taking here? I'm going to take the over. Wow. All right. Uh, Gord? I I just can't. Like, their defense has to get a turnover or something, like, inside the 30 to be able to kick a field goal. Like, I have to think there's going to be more than a point, half a point. I'm, I'm going over. Sucks. First the half. This is first half. Just okay. so you know. All right. So Gord has the over. Carl has the over. K Funk has the under. Share Bear, who are you taking? Iowa first half, half point over under. How do we not use this to always throw in some money and like make this like our our first investment together? Wow. How do we not do this as a team? And oh, we all want, oh, we all should bet it and take the over? No, honestly. Like, how do we not do it and you know get a little bankroll together? All right. So let's over. do it. Let's do it on this game. You want to take the over? Let's all take the over. Come on, guys. A thousand bucks each. Uh, okay. All right. I'm in. Get a bankroll. Let's get a bankroll. All right. Done. Uh, but I like the under. I mean, that's the who problem. Are you <laughs> <laughs> Is that really the line, Stu? Yeah. It's really the line. Yes. All right. Let's get to the uh let's get to the games this week. We have Dolphins at Commanders. The Commanders are plus nine and a half. The Commanders. They're at home taking on the Dolphins. K Funk, I'm going to you first. Who you take it? 
Oh, God. I, I don't like this at all. Um, give me the Commanders plus nine and a half. Carl Douglas, you're making weird. I don't know what you're doing over there. You're cheering. You're excited about this game. Go ahead, Commanders. Are, my, are plus nine and a half at home. Take it on the Dolphins. The one thing I have learned all year is you don't take the, you give up, you take the points when they're at home and dogs. I've gone against it all year and I've gotten my ass kicked all year. I'm taking the commanders and the points. This is a trap right. game for the Dolphins, a trap game. Let's go to Gord. Gord, who are you taking? I, you know what? It does feel like a trap game. Um, but the commander's defense is terrible right now. They've been tra- giving everyone away. I'm, and Miami's offense is insane. I'm, go- I'm going Miami. I think they cover nine and a half. Share Bear, who are you taking? I'm going to go the Dolphins. All right, let's go to the next game. Carl Douglas, I'm going to you first here. Broncos at Texans. Texans are minus three and a half. Who are you taking here, Carl? I think the Texans are going to win, but I think the Broncos are going to cover. So I'm going to take the Broncos and the points, but I Texans won a close one. Share Bear, who are you taking? I mean, there might be one guy who's the best in the NFL, but there's only one guy in that on that field that's you know the best Super Bowl quarterback. So I'm going Russell Wilson. Hmm, I like that. Right, Broncos. he's done it. He's done it in a Super Bowl for the Space Needle. Yep, yeah, and he's, he's very good time zone training when it comes to like flying. They can do calisthenics <laughs> on the plane. So yeah. I'm gonna go Russell Wilson. Uh, who are you taking here, Gord? Texans minus three and a half. They're taking on the Broncos. Denver's hot right now. I'm just rolling with the hot wheel. Let's go to uh, K Funk. K Funk, who are you taking here? I'm gonna take Houston here. Mm. All right, taking the Texans. Nice Watch it. Why'd you have to curse? I mean, yeah, it's just, you know. All right, K-Funk, I'm going to stay with you for the next game here. Cardinals going to Pittsburgh. They're taking on the Steelers. Steelers are minus five and a half. Who are you taking? The Steelers are sneaky this year, man. I, uh, what are they, like six, seven and three or six and something like that? Yeah, six and yeah. three, something like that. They're playing good at home. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers here. Let's go to Gord. Gord, who are you taking here? Steelers minus five and a half at home. They're taking on the Arizona Cardinal, uh, Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Um, I'm going to go with Arizona. Really? Pittsburgh. Okay. Just, yeah, they just don't score a lot of points. They're tough at home. They, they're just going to – they win by like three. You ever see the Steelers blow anyone out? No. It's a fair point. They're seven and four, by the way. They're four and two at home, the Steelers. So Yeah, and they won every game by less than three. I like, I like how you're thinking here. Uh, let's go to Carl. Carl, who are you taking here? Hey, man, the Steelers only average like 16 points a game. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to take Arizona and the points. They don't mm-hmm. score enough to – to cover five and a half points, I don't there think. There you go. I know, but that's the you know that's the magic of Mike Tomlin. You think they don't score enough, blah, 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 and all of a sudden they win by seven points, and that's what they do. All right, let's go to a uh, share bear. Share bear, who are you taking? You know, uh, God, I don't really know. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know, guys. Honestly, uh, it's a tough one. I, I got invited to go play Marion Golf Course a couple weeks ago. Um, right. so you know what? Like, I'm, I'm going to? Pittsburgh. I'm going Pittsburgh. Did you? No, play I, haven't, I haven't, but I got invited the other day when you know when the weather's good, and you know Arizona. Just I love Arizona, but. You know, just you know, I'm tired of Scottsdale. Let's go Arizona. Let's go Pittsburgh. The big game of the weekend, guys. 49ers at Eagles. It is odd that the Eagles, who have lost once this year, are getting points at home. But they are plus three. The Philadelphia Eagles. Gord first. Gord, who are you taking here? That is a tough west to east coast travel yeah. um, and getting points. I, I have to go with the Eagles at home. Three is, okay. I feel like three is way too many. But it, it feels like a trap. But traveling like that is so tough on the body. There's no way. You'll, I don't you think they know. cover. I don't think yep. they cover that. Eagles right. straight up. All right, Eagles straight. straight Eagles money line. F- it. I'm with you, Gord. Eagles yeah. gonna win the game outright. Eagles money line. All right, uh, Carl, who are you taking here? I'm taking the Eagles. All right, 
Share <clears throat> uh, Bear, who are you going with here? I agree. And I think it's easy time zone traveling going west. It's tough to go east. And, uh, hell, it's even tough to go from just Miami to Fort Myers in a car ride after, you know, a long night. So, um, right. Right. I'm right. going to um, go with the Eagles, too. Okay, fuck, you need to pick this game. 49ers at Eagles. Eagles plus three. And everyone takes the Eagles, and you know what? I'm taking the 49ers here. There you go. They're the better team. The Eagles got the refs on their side. Not this week. No, no help from the refs this week. Niners are getting it done. Chiefs at Packers. Packers plus six. Packers plus six. Jordan Love starting to play really well. The Chiefs. Got it together in the second half against uh, the Raiders last week. We'll start with uh, K-Funk here. K-Funk, will you take it? Um, you know, I, I always say I don't go against the homes, um, but I do think, yeah, the, the Packers, are, they look great uh, over Thanksgiving. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with them with the points. Yep, beat the Lions. Uh, let's go to Carl here. Carl, who are you taking? I don't want to be like K-Funk, but I'm taking the Packers and the points, too. I want to beat his ass, but I can't. But he's right this time. All right. Uh, Share Bear, who are you taking here? I'm going with them, too. I'm going All right, taking the Packers. Uh, Gord? I just have to go opposite. Travis yeah. Kelsey's, a, you know, a good buddy of mine, too. So Get him on the pod, think, bro. Him and Tay-Tay. Oh. Tay. He, he has his own. He has yeah, his own he does. Pod. He does have his too own. Big right. time. Too big time these days, you know? Yeah. Gord, I'm telling you, if you ask him to come on and tell him it's with me, he'll come on. Just do well, it. we can't even get Mojo on, so I don't know about right. that. That's a good point. <laughs> I want to bring Gord to Tahoe next year. Gord, you want to come? Tahoe? Golf tour? Yeah, absolutely. That would, well, you're coming to Grand Beach, so I invited yes. you there. So now it's, you're inviting me to Tahoe? I'm I'm inviting you to Lake Tahoe, correct. Mm. Yes. All right, before we get out of here, uh, and we'll let you guys promote whatever you need to promote. Gord, are you show, actually showing us the five bridges, or what are we doing here? Oh, yeah, let's do that. And while I'm, uh, while I'm walking over there, you know, New Year's resolutions around the corner. Hit up gronkfitness.com. Get your fitness equipment. Make sure you're staying fit and lean and mean going into the new year. All right, he's uh, taking us so through Gronk Mama fitness. Gronk's house. This is very exciting. All right, here we go. So this is fridge one. Huh? So that's in the kitchen, correct? Yeah. These are all meals um, from the last few days. Freezer one. Oh, my goodness. Things packed right there. Here's another refrigerator right there. That's just a smaller one. Okay. That doesn't count. That was five, does it, or does? I'll count it. uh, Counting the wine cooler, the wine cooler? All right, here. This is where it gets nice. Oh, wow. Look, what's the blue tape, the painter tape? Well, you got to hold it closed. (laughs) What's that room called? What's that room called? (laughs) Uh, this is called the uh, it's a laundry, laundry room. room. There you go, laundry yeah. room. Okay, bet your laundry room doesn't have your laundry room doesn't have two fridges in it, Carl. Oh man, <laughs> and a stand up freezer. So, so these I are all the. Uh, I got a cabinet. <laughs> the cookies and stuff for Christmas are already being made. Oh, are those wow. Hawaiian rolls? Yeah, you have uh, banana bread, zucchini bread. Um, there's a cake right here. Cake. You see? Yeah, so just a random five. cake. Okay, so we have uh, we, else well, four fridges so far. That's it, and then just that one. Carl, promote uh, the law firm on the way out. This is one of the great attorneys that we have in the United States of America. Go ahead, Carl. Yeah, Douglas X Law, Los Angeles, nationwide. All right, boys, get out of here. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend, and uh, <laughs> right, we will talk to you next week. Get that group text God going. Want, bless football. God, God bless football. football. God bless football, <laughs> gentlemen. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 
200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.